Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody out, and we'll get this started. Um... Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, unmute Dave. All right. Um, oh, wait a minute. I unmuted somebody else, too, huh? All right, hold on a minute. Oh, I'm just thinking. It's Okay, Data. Um, I don't know who 209 is, but he's unmuted too. All right, anyhow, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Welcome to the American Liberties Call. It is Wednesday, uh, the 9th. And um, uh, I don't know if, if everybody's watching what's going on with, you know, the White House and all that, but. Um, it was interesting that uh, for the first time that in my lifetime, and I'm 72, that I've seen a president really, really stand on his word and stand on what, you know, what he says he's going to do, he's going to do. And I thought, and I got a lot of respect for Donald Trump. Um, and he, um, it, the White House has written a letter. If you don't have it, you can just go ahead and write, uh, type in Google the White House letter, um, and it'll come up and download it and read it. It's I like the way it is uh, structured, and I can see that there's a lot of uh, character in that letter. Uh, Hold on a second. I'm I'm hoping that's you, Dave, making the noise, but no, I can't. Not tell. me. I'm, I'm standing here silent. All right. Hold on, Matt. Um, okay. For some reason, when I tap. Oh, okay. You're unmuted. All right. Good. All right. So anyhow, the. Um, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and read the letter, but I would go ahead and read it, and and I would suggest that you structure it when you're answering the IRS, because you know, like I would use, I mean, all of David's materials is, is right on the money, and so 
you know, what I've been doing and been doing for years, and it seems to work, uh, even though they threaten me, um, they, you know, and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, I'm not, because they can come and wipe me out tomorrow, but, uh, and there's not much there to wipe out, but um, I've only, I've always conditionally accept to withdraw my fight, you know, give up and, and make and do whatever I can to, to pay the the alleged debt, if they would just answer a few questions. And because they don't answer, they're, you know, they're, it becomes extortion. But what what appears to be working real good over the past couple of years that I've noticed that when you go directly right at the IRS, when you know, start threatening them and 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 charging them with charges and everything, there's a certain air that they seem to ignore on that. However, when you know, a lot of times you can be a mistake, and when there's a mistake in fact, a mistake in law. A mistake makes a contract void. And when you look up all those terms, it always starts off with the mistake. So you you kind of throw it back at them. And, and this is kind of like what this letter brings out is that, you know, um, and I'm not going to get into the deck because this is a letter that can be discussed in many different ways. and 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 um, and what you get out of it. But, you know, when a man is honestly mistaken and he hears the truth, so the IRS gives you a letter and he says, hey, you owe this amount of money or we didn't get your 1040s and so forth. Obviously, Mr. Agent, there's, there, you, you made a mistake. And here's the truth. And you give them the truth, you know, and and a lot of times you'll hear the IRS, well, it's not a constitutional matter. Well, great. Then it's a statute. If it's not a constitutional matter, then it must be statutory law. If it's not a statutory law, what is it, a contract? It can only be one of the three. It can't be all of them, and it can't be none of them. So... You know, it's either either. So there's a mistake, and of course I'm willing to pay. I don't, you know, I'm not a a, a bum where I want to get out from underneath a a debt that I duly owe. However, this is what the courts have determined. Now, see, I'm throwing it on the courts. I'm not saying, hey, you know, I'm Mr. You know, know it all, and this is my argument. No. This is what the courts have said about Section 83. There's no need to get into a jurisdictional argument or anything like this because, you know, by silent judicial notice and you can come up with many different reasons why they ignore it. I can tell you why they ignore it because they're trying to steal your money. I mean, when you look at Pelosi and Schiff and all of them, I mean, Schiff writes, reads a complaint that is not even there, you know? I mean, he's saying, well, this is what uh, transpired in a phone call and it never happened. 
But yet, if enough people listen to it, and if you hear it enough times, it becomes truth if you don't correct a record. And that's what I love about Trump and Dave Merlin, because they're quick to get on the offense. And what and and now I now <laughs> I'm seeing it in on real life TV. I see it every day, and I'm hearing a lot of the commentators or whoever is on Trump's side and saying Trump's best defense is a hellacious offense. And that's what and that's what this is all about. You got to be on the offense. So you're making a mistake here, Mr. Agent, because when a man is honestly mistaken, he hears the truth. Now you got to determine Will you either quit being mistaken or cease to be honest? Now the ball's back in his court. Now you throw it back in his court. Now you can use all the, you know, the federal crimes and all that if they keep coming at you because you gave them what the judges have said, what the courts have said. Even the IRS commissioner in in that publication uh, 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 something for, uh, that Dave is uh, taking the time to go back as far back in 1996, I think it is, or 95, all the way up to date, shows that how service is a cost. And what is service again? It's basically labor. You can't produce a service without labor there's no way in hell you can do that so but i would not use the term labor unless i just want to summarily you know argument argue it for a minute but let's stay in the statutes for a minute any cost for the services anything paid for the services above the cost in excess over the cost will be included in gross income well it doesn't matter if you're making five dollars an hour or a hundred and twenty dollars an hour or a million dollars a contract that is the cost of what you charged for your services and the courts have said not me but the courts now mr agent if you're smarter or no more than what the cost or the commissioner has stated and the regulations dictate they mandate in fact they they it is shall the word shall is there you shall respond truthfully and under oath if if you have to but truthfully and you have to respond to the I don't have my notes out, but um, when it's of the secretary's interest, let me tell you, they're they're claiming to be agents of the secretary. The secretary in in seventy seven oh one means agents, a commissioner, anything to do with the IRS. The secretary of the treasury means mutant. Okay. Some people will argue, no, it's the secretary in Puerto Rico. 
Okay, go ahead and argue that. I'm not. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to argue with you if that's what you want to argue. Fine. Until until the agent tells me different, the statutes and the regulation says it's the Secretary of the Treasury right up there in Washington D.C. And and so I'm going to go with that until I'm notified differently. And and they never will. And they never bring up Puerto Rico or anything else. So when you read the memorandum of law, or you join Dave Maryland's criminal complaint that he sent to Congress, that I became a joiner, and I was the first one to use it in front of the grand jury, I did exactly what I'm telling you. Now, in my closing, I want to tell you about maxims. I'm going to really start being pushing maxims because maxims is a new social media. You can join up for free. I'm not pushing you to get into the network. If you don't want to make money, that's fine. I, I don't care. I want to make money and I want to make lots of it because there's a lot of people that can't afford even to buy a $200 flash drive. And let me tell you, I would love to give them out free. I would just love to have them all manufactured, loaded up with all the day stuff and just run it like a conveyor belt right into the mailbox to everybody. But we got to make a living. We can't afford to do it. But, you know, and so now I found a social media platform brand new. We just broke 4,000 people in the total network okay and and we got millions to go and i'm going to start a group in and you know a private group where everybody that has joined these uh the subscription side which you can start off at ten dollars and i'm not going to get into the marketing plan but you can start off there and and your guys are going to benefit a anybody that joins with me or Qatar Lu, or and there's some others that have already joined me. Um, uh, 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 Ray Miller has joined, and and a couple others. I don't care if you get into their, you know, join with them if you know them. Join with them, you know, because uh, I get matching bonuses from everybody. Okay, so you know it it doesn't matter. You don't have to say, okay, Chris, I'll sign up under you and think you're doing me a favor. No, I want you to, to have the favor, not me. And and what I wanna do is I wanna find four people that wanna make $1,000 a month. And I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm as transparent as you can get. If I can help four people make $1,000 a month, I'll make $4,000 a month. If I help four people make $5,000 a month, then I make uh, $20,000 a month. So, you know, the more I help people make, the more you make, the more I make. And, and, that, and that gets me, that, that kind of gets me going. So anyhow, um, that's what I wanted to say about that. And for those who cannot find the, this letter for any reason, Email me at AmericanLiberties.LLC at gmail.com. I'll be glad to send it to you. I probably will have some, 
I want to make some notes and study this when I'm feeling a little bit better. I haven't been myself for the past few weeks, but I plan on that being changed. So with that being said, like I said, I met Dave about in 2005 and uh, I had a chance to have my name on, on that criminal complaint. But at the time, it just wasn't the right timing for me. But thank God it was the right timing for me to join a few months later as a joiner. And I got the opportunity to tell about 20 members of a grand jury uh, saying, look, I promise to pay all taxes and penalties just because I'm stupid. It, but however, if you can get those yo-yos over there in the corner to answer these just just a few questions here. I'd be glad you know to settle the account right right away. Three things happen, and I and I just threw out three things. One is I promised to pay. Two, it, you know, so I didn't I didn't show. I showed. Excuse me. I showed I had no criminal intent to be willful or void. Uh, to pay a tax that I duly owed the United States government. And three, I gave them the opportunity to ask the yo-yos what law or, you know, to answer the questions to prove that I had a duty to pay, or they even had the delegation of authority to even speak to me, or my paycheck is gross income. Hey man, I gave them a lot of opportunities. Just prove just one of them, you know, and, and we're home free. We're done. Case be done. Well, it's been since 2007, and I haven't heard from them. And now I've heard from them uh, on the civil side, but now I, I, it appears, and, I, and I'm way, way, way too early to say it appears that I, I may have squashed them because they were really circling the wagons, as they say. But I will know when I get that lien off the record. And, and, and let me tell you, you will all know. So with that being said, Dave, are you there? Yep. Please take it away, Dave. Okay, I'm putting the finishing touches on the video tutorial. Okay, do you that want me to keep talking? That I just created, where uh, I take you through the, the federal civil complaint you might have heard me discuss on last week's call. And what I have to do is um, <clears throat> make a JPEG of the banner here, like so. Take a picture and civil complaint. Here's the name of it. And then I'll be able to finish off the uh, uploading of my video to YouTube. Yay. Yippee darn skippy. And uh, you're going to like having a. Uh, you know, it's basically a front row seat. It's a complaint that I did just last week for excessive bail in Colorado. And uh, it's, there's a certain fine lines you have to walk in crafting a complaint like that. 
but um, the thing to the takeaway is that it's very simple and the issues are big you can't miss the issues uh, it's a piece of cake and what I want to do here uh, go back to YouTube here we go custom thumbnail yes please and right there okay save changes and let me get I'm right now I'm getting the uh, copying pasting the web address at which the video will be available once it's done processing I'm about to click on publish here at my YouTube channel this is pretty advanced stuff I hope you're proud of me and let's see confirm that publish okay uh, my job is done and you got the link to the video I don't know how long it's going to take to appear but uh, it's a video oh, it's, it's there now 32 minutes where I take you through the civil complaint about the shenanigans that Colorado pulls on people to trick them into prison and uh, it's a it's not only a reading of the causes of action which number four but it's also an overview of the layout of the complaint it's simple to the point it's got particular segments one two three four and it's got numbers beside the paragraphs look at how I did it there might be people with a preference to do things differently that's fine uh, have they written against the government's best attorneys dozens of times uh, that's who I'm trying to look better than and I hope you enjoy the complaint and the expose on the issues of second-degree assault and they impose a $250,000 cash only bail and his mom goes and gets a loan for $250,000 in cash and until he was uh, sentenced and arrested to serve his time like seven months uh, she had to pay interest on that money so uh, things you got to know and I went through it and I genericized a few things and I found one typo in a place where I was trying to manipulate it real quick and get it to somebody as a Joe lunch bucket complaint but all the names are changed a couple of the dates are changed and uh, so uh, they have their their privacy anyway enjoy the tutorial things you got to know write this down get ready to write it's a, a booklet of memorandums from US District Court about uh, mostly how to litigate civil rights claims uh, civil complaints in federal district court we vgov.com slash that's we vgov.com slash memorandums dot doc memorandums plural memorandums dot doc and there's an education on just the basic stuff you have to be aware of and the certain things you have to make sure are done before you think of suing your federal district court and that collection of memorandums is about 20 years old so 
this is stuff I got into a long time ago to a certain degree. And when the issues get really big, when the targets are huge, like a quarter million dollar cash only bail, when the state constitution says bail shall be available by sufficient surety, a bond is a surety. So they can't exclude bonds. WeVGov.com slash cash bail dot doc. WeVGov.com slash cash bail dot doc is a motion I wrote to argue that. <clears throat> and in that motion, uh, Yakima versus Mallette is cited, a Washington appellate case from 2003, saying you can't impose cash only bail. So uh, I accuse the uh, county and the state of Colorado on behalf of this man. I wrote, I wrote the complaint, accused them of violating the Eighth Amendment by imposing excessive bail. The target is simply huge. He makes $20 an hour. You can't determine bail based on the finances of the parents unless it's a minor. It has to be based on the defendant's ability to pay it and the likelihood that the amount you impose will be enough of a burden, a risk, that you can be certain he'll make it back to court when he's supposed to so he doesn't lose the money. Instead, they imposed it based on what they figured his parents had on account. He had to go borrow the money. So uh, they really screwed up. And so the targets are huge. Enjoy the complaint. And uh, I had probably four or five consultations with the mother of the son who's in jail and Kurt Riggin and let the issues gel for a couple of days and then wrote that complaint over the uh, course of probably three or four days. So I was plenty comfortable with it, and bingo. So she feels good. She's on the offense. And she said the counter help in federal district court in Denver was very nice to her and that they have a window for pro se litigants where you can uh, file your complaint and make sure all, all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted. And uh, they're going to refer it to an in-house attorney to evaluate the complaint for her. It almost sounds like a U.S. district court that's been told by the DOJ that they better straighten up or we're going to open up a U.S. attorney's office inside your courthouse. I've never heard of a pro se window. Might be something new. I don't know. But uh, she went in there with one copy of the complaint, original, um, with a staple, and another original without a staple. That's the one the clerks like to feed through the, the PDF scanner that becomes part of the uh, PACER system. And the one with a staple is the working copy that goes to the judge. And then she paid a process server to serve the other two, one on the state and one on the county. A plus B equals C. Now she's a plaintiff, and uh, she's going to get an affidavit of joinder under Rule 20 from her son, who's in jail, and then file that into the case for him. So he's officially a co-plaintiff instead of one who's only mentioned throughout the complaint which we've done before, and it failed without even a 
challenge from anybody. Here's my Rule 20 joinder. I'm a co-plaintiff. I think it was one of the South Carolina. Um, it was one of the South Carolina litigants. Um, well, it says we be. It says we the eight view. Yeah, go ahead. We the gov forward slash memorandum doc doc memorandums plural memorandum oh. dot doc okay you did say that didn't you yeah memorandums dot doc oh that was you chappy sorry so um uh you get a chance to look at the overview of the complaint very quickly at the beginning of the video and then I go back to the beginning and enlarge it so that it's less than one page per page. And I scroll through it and read it to you. So uh, take it as an example of what a federal civil complaint could look like with uh, all of my experience and everything I've read and written. Uh, this is the way that I would do it again. So. Things you got to know. And uh, he doesn't ask the court to declare that the conviction is void. He doesn't ask the court to overturn the conviction. He just wants to know if it's unconstitutional under the Eighth Amendment. What happens next? Let's say he gets the declaratory judgment. Then it's time for a habeas corpus in state court. I think, uh, no, don't put the link in the chat. Weavygov.com slash memorandums dot doc. Um, the, uh, I think he knows how to go straight to the Colorado State Supreme Court for a habeas corpus. And there's the link to the YouTube video again. And let's uh, see. 15 views. It's been on the web for nine minutes. All right. So in a state court, uh, just really uh, bad news from the court. The prosecutor asked that the guy be held without bail. It was just second-degree assault. Bail shall be available by sufficient sureties in all cases except those that are capital in nature. It was a second-degree assault, and the prosecutor asked, and if the judge had granted no bail, uh, how is that not a conspiracy against his right? Ten-year felony under 18 U.S.C. 241. Uh, just I described Colorado in the video as a post-constitutional state. They're already at war with the people, and you don't know it unless they take you to court. Other than that, uh, you're not somebody they're going to pull stuff on. They got county code enforcement to do that who gave you permission to build this porch on your house <laughs> then they screw you that way okay but uh man the cops judges and prosecutors in colorado something else just something else so on talk shoe 
Got a pretty good round here going. Nice head count. Welcome back, Caleb Beck, Chad Eastwood. It's been a while. Super valid, Diane Lynn, Caleb Beck, Jay Musso. Regulars here and some numerical guests. Christopher J, Abbott Hutt, Silver Smith, Guitar Lou. Um, also, when you look at that complaint, uh, pay close attention to the quality of the writing. You really, um, it's one of the first things I teach is that you can't, you got to look better than the other guy on paper. So, um, the nice lady for whom I wrote this complaint, she received a couple rough drafts from me that I was making amendments to. And she said when she saw the final product and we finally spoke about it, she said, yeah, I looked at a couple of the drafts and I just wasn't sure what I was going to get. But uh, this last one here, just everything looked perfect. Thank you very much. Ran it past your husband, who is a real bright, well-educated businessman. And he can't wait to become a co-plaintiff on this, and he's going to handle the oral arguments that occur in uh, federal district court. And he's bad news. He can chop them to ribbons. You just teach him the issue, and uh, all he has to do is read the complaint to know the issues. And then we're going to discuss it before any hearing that they have. And he's going to walk in there and just reduce a prosecutor to size. <laughs> They'll fit in the teacup. And then we share the transcripts, maybe. Uh, they really like their privacy, so uh, it'll have to be a redacted transcript. But it ought to be educational if we can maintain that lawsuit. That's why it was kept simple. Just get me into court on a couple of big issues. And uh, a declaratory judgment in favor of these plaintiffs, and they'll be able to petition state court and boom, get the conviction overturned and unlock the jail doors. So that's the plan of attack as you read that complaint. Um, I think you'll find it pretty interesting. While I have you here, I'm going to give away something. Uh, okay. Well, here you go. I'm going to give away a course. It's don't put it in the chat. Wevgov.com slash. 02.zip, all lowercase, no spaces, wevgov.com slash 02.zip. We accept donations. Uh, Chris, why don't you put a donation link up in the chat? 02.zip, it's a course called Offensive Strategies, one of the earliest, earliest courses I've developed. And it was about, there's offense everywhere. Just look around. There's reasons to complain on the offense everywhere you go. When you download that file, 02.zip, do not rename it or the uh, links inside will not work. So choose a folder wherever you're going to put this on a hard drive, a flash drive, whatever to load it into. 
and load the zip file into that location, then, ex then extract the folder, uh, the uh, file. Offensive strategies, a bunch of audio instruction and a whole bunch of documents in Microsoft Word, uh, the basics that I'd like to build into every case are in that folder. There's the criminal complaint, the motion to vacate, an existing judgment, small claims actions, a uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, just little things to get you started, uh, little buttons to push, angles to pursue. I uh, don't offer it on the web, uh, on the products page. It's my pleasure to give that to you. wevgov.com slash 02.zip. Enjoy. You got a free course today. And if you want to see 1999 motions in a tax criminal case written by a public defender, 7203.zip. All lowercase, no spaces. wevgov.com slash 7203.zip. It does not have links inside of it, so you can rename it. Because I'm a nice guy. Things you got to know. Let's see. Yeah, you're going to ruin your bad reputation. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm about to dish out some uh, homework, so I'll be able to keep my reputation. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> teach. Um, one of the definitions of innocent, wevgov.com slash kreitzer.doc, C-R-I-T-Z-E-R, C-R-I-T-Z-E-R, kreitzer.doc. Kreitzer, 1974, Fourth Circuit case. My regulars already have this. It's a case where the Fourth Circuit said where the, ta where the law is vague or highly debatable, the defendant lacks the, the requisite intent to violate it. So it puts the burden on the government to provide clear language, or you should win because there's the Kreitzer case at the beginning of that document and all 29 cases that cite Kreitzer in that document. Every one of those decisions is in that document, and the phrase um, where the law is vague or highly debatable is highlighted in each case. So you don't have to necessarily have to read each case to see that each case cites Kreitzer and says, vague or highly debatable, no criminal intent. And scroll through that, okay? Do some homework. And elonis.doc, E-L-O-N-I-S, elonis.doc is a case about criminal intent. And uh, why don't we drop it there, Chris? I don't think my voice feels very good today. And so uh, I'll turn it over to you. I want to thank everybody for joining us here on the American Liberties Call, October 9th of 2019. <clears throat> I can't remember if I did my disclaimer. Did I do a disclaimer, Chris? Uh, no, but anything that you said, it cannot be taken as legal advice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, anyway, enjoy the new video. I'm glad to offer that to you. and. Uh, and the other documents I've given away here today, happy to do it. Uh, it's the path to knowledge. <laughs> and uh, um, Chad Eastwood asked, did YouTube remove some of your old videos? No, I've removed a couple. Because over time, over three or four years, they only get 
250 views, maybe 300, or they're uh, they're dated. <clears throat> so uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I guess 18, something like that. <laughs> okay, everybody, over to you, Chris. Thanks all. Okay, I put in the uh, put in the link there, people to Max's. Um, that you can go it's just a a musical little musical thing just a bunch of verbiage but it gives a free sign up and we have calls every day at 12 o'clock with a guy in my downline a guy named joey and there's about oh i don't know sometimes there's 20 people there sometimes just 13. but we we go through the you know we answer all the questions it's not a presentation although sometimes if there's new people there i do a presentation but um but every day at 12 o'clock except saturday and sunday at 12 on saturday uh we have coach b that uh that for the company does um uh, an overall questions and so forth throughout uh, but we just broke 4,000 members we're going to start growing quickly now because uh, the magic number is always around four to five thousand before you really starting to see the growth and um you you can even if you sign up for free and you never sign and and you never did anything else you can save money every time you go shopping and and i'll go and i'm not going to sell the program now but you don't have to you don't have to i'm not going to pound on you to to pay to to get to be a subscriber but if you are it's going to be the easiest money you ever made in your life and um and it's just going to get better and better but most of all because it's brand new and i got 10 um places where i can advertise i'm going to let the world know or everybody in the united states know what many of you know and some of you are learning and everything that i could possibly know well you know if i said everything i know that that take five minutes because it's what I don't know is what scares me the most. But anyhow, um, I I implore to check it out. You know, I'm not asking you to get in the network market. We're not selling any products. We're selling uh, what I am doing is offering you a way to save and make money. If, if you save money, you made money, period, okay? um there's people that go shopping and save up to a hundred dollars if not more in some cases but you can save on on automobiles new and used you can save on a bottle of aspirin so there's there's over a million brands you can save money on and uh and with that with the money that i make there's a lot of people that are hurting out there because of the government and you know i i'm just feel like i could be a great help to people and uh so i need your help to help me to help others and for you and to help you also to help others we're all in this together 
and we can't get out alive, okay? So anyhow, with that being said, there's a link, click on the link and, uh, and enjoy the rest of your day. And with that being said, God bless America. And this call is now officially over. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.